Blog Talk Radio. Enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Your end time watchman. Bringing you light in a dark world. Where truth is rivaled with a lie. And the matrix is normal life. Luke 21. And there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars. And upon the earth distress of nations, with perplexity. The sea and the waves roaring. Men's hearts failing them for fear. And for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud. With power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass. Then look up and lift up your heads. For your redemption draweth nigh. You are now in the zone. So be ready to enter the light or truth about the end of days. So you will be ready for the coming of the Lord. You are in the zone. The prophecy zone. So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy. So you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the prophecy zone. Um, We are going to be having a 30-minute show today. We're going to be going over um, the UN vote. uh, And... Basically, there are a lot of events transpiring simultaneously all at the same time and converging on a moment of time that uh, even the naysayers, if they would do their homework, would not be able to resist. Um, There is a report that um, a space station, uh, the NASA space station, will be falling to Earth pretty soon. Um, I don't have all my details on the size of this thing, but uh, evidently it must be of great uh, importance because they even decided to bring this out into the woodwork. But I guess that's the least of our words as Christians. Um, Of course, we don't worry. Uh, Least of our attention, let me rephrase that. Uh, We should not be worrying at least uh, because God has not given us a spirit of fear. He's given us a spirit of sound mind because when you got the God of the universe who is in control uh, of these events, then we have nothing else to worry about. Um, World War Three is coming um, to the forefront. The Bilderbergers who run the world, and there's so much evidence for it, even though they tried to hide it for years, went into a meeting in June, I think it was June, and they came out saying that they were going to expand the war in the Middle East. And um, not only that, um, what is happening now is that uh, it seems to me that um, uh, the uh, Arab Spring is having a lot to do with these events. Uh, so um, keep your eyes open on that issue. Also, um, the markets, stock markets of the world will begin to um, um, hiccup, or they can even be, they can even do fine up until the point. But uh, I'm looking at the 26th as a day for the markets to start reacting. 
to, to start to fall. Um, and uh, I'm looking for a climax to the stock market and the world markets by the end of next week. Not this week, but next week. By the end of next week, you would you would have a, a market that is at 2,000. I'm just predicting that. I've always thought it was going to slide to 2,000. Do I have any crystal ball? No. But I've always saw that number, 2,000. I don't know why. Uh, but there's a lot of people who have different barometers of uh, where they think the market will um, end uh, or where they think the market will settle at. And uh, it certainly ain't going to settle at nine or eight or seven or six or five. It's probably going to sink completely. And uh, I believe what will happen is that they'll come up with a reason why uh, the computers were able to continue to sink. Back in, I think, I don't know, I don't remember when it was. I don't remember if it was last year or the year before. Time flies, so time really flies. But the markets had fell like, and I was watching it. I was watching it on, literally watching it on TV, and the stock market fell 1,000 points within a matter of seconds. Um, and to me, I always thought that they were testing to see how quick they can actually do make the markets plunge. And these markets, that, that at the time of, that this happened, they were saying it was a glitch or they were saying that the, compu- ah, the computers were in a glitch. Um, so um, could that happen again? But this time, uh, with non-stoppage, they don't try to stop it. <laughs> and then they probably come up with something saying that uh, to the fact that um, somebody got in there and um, rigged it. Um, somebody, you know, the Chinese or or the Iranians got in there, and because and, I'm I'm looking for a time where they're gonna say, okay, we this is a cyber war that we're fighting, and therefore freedom of speech on the internet must cease to exist, uh, and that is coming. Um, the UN vote um, would this divide Jerusalem or potentially divide Jerusalem, and if they decide to hit the table this week sometime and even over the weekend, do we have enough time for a war between now and uh, the 29th for us, which is the last day of Rosh Hashanah for us? Um, Do we have time for two wars? And I'll explain. Um, A lot of people are seeing that the book of Ezekiel 38 and 39 is inside of the tribulation period. Ezekiel 38 and 39 is a war, a latter-day war, that Russia will join together with a confederation of Islamic nations, and they will attack Israel. And you can go read that yourself. Also, um, I'm going to go ahead and take a break. Um, I'll be right back. You're entering the Prophecy Zone, where truth will be reviled. You're entering the zone where truth is more stranger than fiction. You're entering the zone where you'll find that good is evil, blue is red, black is white. Connecting the dots and showing you why we are more vulnerable than ever. Greetings, fellow Americans. 
This is David Robertson inviting you to come be a part of an American Warning Radio, Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 p.m. Central. You've seen the pieces. Now, come see the bigger picture an American Warning Radio with your host, David Robertson, on this and many other networks that value liberty. All they're getting is mainstream media stuff. That's all they're getting, including Fox News. The American Warning Program with David Robertson, uh, just a great show. Uh, all kidding aside, the, the numbers are really going, starting to go up on that program, and I think once people realize that that's on now live Monday through Friday, 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock on this very station, you're going to be tuning in a lot more. That guy makes a lot of sense, and he's really good at what he does. And Warning. Get more information at anamericanwarning.com. That's A-N-AmericanWarning.com. lays out our future and host Phil Armstrong examines what the scripture tells of his coming every Thursday and Sunday at 7 on the Prophecy Zone. What is the New World Order? The people who are talking about the New World Order, Bible prophecy, may be in danger. What do you need to be rapture ready? I believe that the Bible interprets the Bible and we have to stick with the Bible. How much time is left? See more at theprophecyzone.com and youtube.com slash prophecyzone. Hear more here on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday and Sunday at 7 on The Prophecy Zone. Who is the Antichrist? I believe the Antichrist will not be known until the tribulation period starts. This is The Prophecy Zone. Alright, I'm back. I didn't cut off the first conversion, so I'm sorry about that. But um, uh, getting back to what I was saying, we, uh, Rosh Hashanah is uh, next week on the 28th and 29th, and today is the 19th. So um, there's going to be a lot of things that are transpiring in the days to come. Um, two of those things that I believe will take place where a lot of people are uh, not so um, willing to go there is I believe that uh, the Bible says that nations shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. So I am believing that um, we are going to see um, the major wars uh, of, of Psalms 83 and Ezekiel 38 and 39 transpire all at the same time. And I believe that uh, that can happen within the 11 days that is from here to Rosh Hashanah. Now, um, and that will make uh, a time for uh, the watchers to have 
to have something to actually watch. There's going to be a lot of things going on at the same time. Uh, and uh, is it going to be uh, something that uh, will catch people by surprise still? Uh, could it come on the earth like a snare? Well, when you're when you're watching these events transpire, they may not even seem um, catastrophic at first. I mean, uh, because it's in that one region. But when uh, the time comes, and it will come, there's going to be a specific time where it looks as if they the world was in Armageddon. Uh, of course, they won't be because Armageddon comes seven years later. They're going to believe that they the the end of the world has just been at the doorstep, and uh, the uh, man who will step out into the forefront will um, will save the day, the Antichrist. So. Uh, Getting back to Ezekiel 38 39, I believe that is the war that will lead up to the rise of the Antichrist. But I also believe, by some strange feeling, that the Christians will be taken out simultaneously um, in that war. And of course, they will not be harmed. And um, I believe that um, in that scripture, it, it talks about uh, and the weapon should be burned for seven years, giving you a time clock, which I have no idea where people could place that in the middle of the tribulation period. Because the Bible told us uh, not to despise small things. And uh, even if it's line upon line, precept is promise, precept, here a little, there a little, you still take that one little scripture and account it to everything else, all the um, objectives in uh, Ezekiel 38 39. Is there an Antichrist? Is, is that the man of sin? Is God the Antichrist? And the answer is absolutely, well, not dogmatically, but close to it, no. The Antichrist, the, 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 the God is not, he destroyed God. And if, if if that happens in the middle of the tribulation period, how can God be the Antichrist when he just destroyed him? The Antichrist goes all the way up to the last seconds of the, the tribulation period, and then he's thrown into the lack of fire, along with the false prophet. So how could that be? Um, how could that be the Antichrist? How could God be the Antichrist? Um, so... A lot of people out there, um, because they're famous or they're successful, uh, we listen to them. But I've seen more people on YouTube that had it right, and I've seen a lot of people on YouTube that don't have it right, but I've seen a, real, a lot of guys on YouTube who has it right, uh, and they're not rich. They don't, they're not famous. But I did see... Um, um, Billy Graham's daughter um, on the uh, T 
TV yesterday. She's on Fox, and she's talking about her new book about uh, the end of the world. And it was called Wanting Jesus or Wanting to See Jesus or something like that. And it uh, sounds like a good book. I mean, um, and she was talking about um, she believes that Jesus Christ is coming back soon. And then she has to, you can tell she has to play somewhat politics because then she would say stuff like, well, the generation, this is the generation. She was just, and she's brilliant. You can tell she's a smart lady. Um, and uh, her, her, her brother, Franklin Graham is also on point. And I, and I, and I, I know I posted a video on Billy Graham. They got like 6,000 hits, but, uh, I do believe that Billy Graham was sick at the time, and they should have took him off. And I do believe we 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 would see him in heaven. But I don't think that we should justify somebody because they're rich and famous and they want the great greatest preaching. Because that's a, that's the excuse I've been hearing a lot about is that he's such a great preacher, therefore leave him alone. Well, that's not the case. It's not the Bible teaching. <laughs> so. But he, if he was sick, then they should have took him off in earlier. But anyway, uh, so here's my scenario that could happen in the next couple of days. I believe that um, there, are, there are things that can transpire that are outside of what I'm going to say that could happen, like the Turkish and Greece and Israeli uh, forces and, and near Cyprus uh, and protecting the order or fighting over the oil fields or something to that matter. And uh, that's something that can explode. But Turkey is in the book of uh, Ezekiel. They're not in Psalms 83. So Psalms 83 is a war that will transpire in the the future time where it will be Israel's bordering nations. So it will be um, Egypt, which you see the confrontations already ratcheting up, It'd be Lebanon, Syria, Jordan, and these countries are forming against Israel, and they probably be some other other smaller factions within these countries, and it's, they're forming up against Israel, and they and they will lose. So if they lose, then that means Israel will be securely thinking, "Hey, we've got this." Uh, but there is a Scripture in Isaiah 17 that marks that Damascus is no longer a city. So if that's the case, then why at the end of the chapter, at the end of Isaiah 17, it says the nations rush in like a mighty wind, but God shall destroy them or cast them off or whatever. And um, But the nations are coming down to respond. So could those nations be the book of Ezekiel 38 and 39? Is Isaiah 17 a bridge between Psalms 83 and Ezekiel 38 and 39? We shall see in the future. But I believe that it can possibly be a bridge. Now, is there going to be a breakage? If these wars are like I say they are, would it be a period of time where they can come together at the table on the weekend and solve this war? I mean, could this war be a, a couple of days or are these wars all together in one slot? 
or is this Ward like everybody else think it is? Uh, Ezekiel 38, 39, and that's at the beginning of the tribulation period. We shall soon see. But as they burn the weapons for seven years, uh, hey, maybe that is the case. Maybe it's 30 days after the start of the tribulation period that Russia comes down to challenge uh, the uh, challenge uh, the Antichrist covenant. Who knows? But I do believe that um, I myself believe that the Russian army will be coming in. If this is the year, they will be invading Israel by Monday or Tuesday of next week, if this is the case. So like I say, this is a time right now where I can't get a grip on everything that's happening. I, I wouldn't even try. But um, these are events that are transpiring right now that makes you need to get your house in order. You need to get your house in order. I need to get my house in order. We need to make sure that we are right with God. Uh, If you're harboring any idolatry, if you love this world and you love things that are, you know, you want to go out and you want to buy everything, and I've been there before, uh, and you or you love the your football team so much. I mean, it's fine to love football. I like the Lions, Detroit Lions. They're doing good, and I've always said the Lions will not do good until the rapture. And then I I would have to ask, embarrassingly ask one of the angels, which I probably wouldn't even care in the first place up there in heaven, because I would see the vanity of everything. But it would be nice to figure out if the Lions won the Super Bowl or not. But I'm just joking. I'm, I'm just joking. All jokes. Um, but um, you you have to uh, you have to put down those things that easily beset you and, and get up and run this race and and you know, obey God obey God uh, you can't just believe that you are saved. Uh, you can't believe that you just you're saved um because you said a prayer um, i mean that is it doesn't work that way uh, you can't just say well you know to, you know the bible says if you incess with your mouth the lord jesus and believe in your heart you'll be saved but then again it says somewhere else that the de- the de- in james the book of james that the devils believe and they tremble. And it says that um, you, 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 it says um, that um, we are to live by faith and walk by faith in the word of God. But it also says that uh, uh, that faith without works is dead. And if we have faith and we don't have works. Now, works can be obedience. Works, to me, means obedience to Christ. And if Christ, Jesus tells us to go out and 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 bid those to come in, and he says in Matthew 28 that our, our duty is to go out and, and uh, preach the gospel. Uh, that is our mission. Uh, so, 
faith without works is dead. And uh, and to me, faith and uh, works go hand in hand. The Bible says that the fruit on a tree, if it's rotten, uh, then it's no good. But a fruit on a tree that is good, uh, bring, it brings more fruit. It produces more fruit. So uh, to be born again, you have to be born again from the soul, from the inner man, from way within deep. You have to love the Lord. You can't love the Lord from the surface saying, you know, put on the T-shirt and say, oh, I'm a Christian. I'll go to your high school. I'll go to your workplace of work or be in the middle. Yeah, I'm a Christian. Well, why didn't you say anything about Jesus to me? Oh, well, I don't think anybody should have to come out and say, you know, private detective Christians. I don't believe in private detective Christians. Um, I do believe that the Lord has given us an opportunity, God the Father, that the veil has been ripped, and we can come into the throne of the heavenlies and pray to the Lord and, and go to the Lord. Um, but um, Jesus is good. Jesus is good, and he will save you. To, and you ask him to come into your heart, and he will bring peace, even through the tribulations, if you seek him. <clears throat> the more you seek him, the peaceful you are. Um, even Christians who are, you know, saying that they're Christians, and they are Christians, have a hard time uh, trying to get to the position where they need to spend time with Jesus. It's a relationship. It's a relationship, folks. And uh, let me say a few more things before I go. Um, I I don't listen to everybody who um, who tells me stuff. I, I mean, it appears that I do, but I, I and sometimes it appears that I'm not listening. Then I'm listening. Um, I uh, not everybody's right. Um, out there who proclaims to, you know, have the magic key um, towards salvation. Uh, I, I don't have the magic key. Uh, I don't have the, the patent on prophecy. Uh, I can't, you know, I can tell you what's error according to the word of God, uh, but I can't uh, tell you that I have the magic key. So when somebody says that, um, uh, you know, if you listen to this show, I, I might I might bring up some people who um, obviously know they're wrong, but they don't know they're wrong. They should know they're wrong. Um, and you barely, if you listen to my archive, I don't come on here and bash people. Now, my hope, my other hosts, they have their shows and they expose people, um, and I I feel that they should be exposed. Now. Um, as far as for me, I believe that we should pay tithing. Um, and uh, I believe that we should pay, um, um, give tithing to the storehouse. I think we should give tithing offering. Uh, but uh, at the same time, uh, I believe that uh, we are going to meet them judged pretty soon. And I have my own things to be accounted for and I have to tell you people uh, that if anybody tell you otherwise that you should not pay tithing then they're wrong um, I don't think tithing is the off the conference of the whole thing but 
uh, I believe that we should be out trying to uh, win souls, even if we can't leave the house. We can uh, send fifteen dollars a month if you don't have, uh, you know, sixty. I'm not talking about for me. I'm talking about for other ministries out there. That because uh, I was at church the other day and they had this ministry uh, month where they are uh, proclaiming the gospel. And one of the older guys got up there because he was in charge of the, uh, the 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 section of the church that is in charge of donate uh, you know raise money overseas ministries. And he's saying that when he first started, he gave fifteen dollars a month, you know, and that's the start. You know, you don't have to give all your money. Uh, you know, go up on some of these networks and they ask for all these love offerings. But I'm not going to sit up here and preach against it because God is going to, uh, he's going to handle all of that stuff. He's going to divide the wheat from the tares right about now. And we're going to see all of that stuff. All, all preachers that we thought was in there, you know, maybe not, they're not in there as much as you thought. Uh, we have to be born again, folks, and we have to stay born again into that day. Uh, the Bible says that he says, I, I will never leave you or forsake you. I'll be with you into the end of the age. And that means that he will walk with you to the end of the age. Uh, God is with you. Uh, tomorrow, the, the show will be a lot different. There will be more information. <laughs> but um, uh, uh, certain days I'm going to come on and just talk, like on Thursdays and Sundays. We only got one more Sunday. If this is the end time, this is it. I got another account, so I take it that I will be on with that other account, uh, probably on report um, pretty soon. I'll be giving the news. But it's hard to give news with kids, but <laughs> I got kids upstairs. But God bless y'all, and y'all have a wonderful day. I'll be praying for y'all. God bless.